we interrupt our regularly scheduled episodes to bring you this special Christmas series, The Ultimate Birth. Our current message series will continue in a few weeks. Coming up. And when you're trying to live for Christ, and if others are not, they're tools of the enemy to get you off track. And so sometimes, even within your own family, you can feel the war. You can sense the battle. And you can sense that there's not peace. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quenched Life Christian Fellowship. Make no mistake, the first advent of Jesus Christ was the most significant birth in human history. It was certainly the ultimate birth, and with it came other ultimate factors. Join us for the message series where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn delve deeper into some of these factors that we would do well to consider every year at Christmas time. Here's the second message in the series, Jesus Christ Brought Ultimate Peace. I like to start by asking and answering the question, what is the meaning of peace? Uh, write that down on your outline. What is the meaning of peace? The Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary says, peace is a, a condition or a sense of harmony, well-being, and prosperity. The biblical concept means more than the absence of hostility. And it is more than a psychological state. Mm -hmm. So it's all-encompassing, as we see. The Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible, it says, total well-being, prosperity, and security associated with God's presence among his people. So we, we see that idea starting to materialize about just all-encompassing. Mm -hmm. And then the Lexham Bible Dictionary, that and what I just read came from the Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible. Mm -hmm. The Lexham Bible Dictionary says, uh, peace is a pervasive concept in the Bible that most commonly relates to a relationship of love and loyalty with God and one another. Amen. So the 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 most common <clears throat> excuse me the most common Hebrew word in in the Old Testament for peace is shalom mm -hmm. and the most common Greek word in the New Testament is um, Irene Irene and so we see biblically peace can be touched can touch every area of our lives. Yeah. And though those are the common words, because we're talking about the all encompassing side of it, mm -hmm. sometime we'll hear peace uh, referenced for certain aspects of our life. And it's the same word, but when we look at the fullness of it, it's really speaking to that all encompassing, as I said, just that all is well from every angle on every side. Mm -hmm. And that's where God is going to take us eventually yeah. to that point where there's no more crying, no more dying. And, 
and we're going to get there. And we see this idea of it being used um, just in certain areas in Psalm 38. Um, David's David wrote this Psalm 38 verse one through four says, Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Your arrows have pierced me. Your hand has come down on me. Because of your wrath, there is no health in my body. Mm -hmm. There is no soundness in my bones because of my sin. That that word soundness there is the word shalom. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so some translations may translate it peace. Um, Most don't. Most use something like soundness, but it's really saying there's no peace or no shalom in my bones. Mm. So you see, it's speaking of it from a a health perspective. Yeah. Um, And then verse four says even more from another angle. It says, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing here as we look at the full context of the passage is that there's an impact on my health and body, yeah. but then there's also impact on my mind yeah. and on my emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed with guilt. Mm-hmm. And, and this is in the, in you guys have been there. You've had it. Um, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And you can, you, you can, you know how that removes your peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you, yeah. when with that guilt is on you and you, mm-hmm. you know, you made a mistake and, it, it, you just you just can't settle and and then we've all had some level of illness or sickness and not felt well mm-hmm. and we know even then that you just can't be it's hard to be at peace and so and some actually say that sometimes we have the illness you know because of stress yes. not being at peace you know yes absolutely yeah, even doctors will say that yeah we make ourselves sicker or we bring things on yeah. hey, absolutely mm-hmm. and even um in the passage here it said that there's no soundness in my bones because of my sin yeah you know so we see that the mm-hmm. the your our sin can affect our peace mm-hmm. and as my wife just said our stress levels mm-hmm. can affect our peace mm-hmm. all those kinds of things yeah. But thank God that one day, because of Christ, yeah, Amen. We will be in eternal peace. Praise the Lord. Eternal mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. So this brings us to the question: Why did the birth of Jesus bring ultimate peace? Mm-hmm. Why did the birth of Jesus bring ultimate peace? I want to give you a couple. The first is because it exemplified the highest level of peace from God. Mm-hmm. It exemplified the highest level of peace from God. Luke 2, 13 and 14, and speaking of the birth of Christ, um, that whole scene and incident moments, it says, suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God, saying glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When Christ's birth had occurred and God sent a great company 
of heavenly hosts. This was a big deal to God. Mm-hmm. This was a big deal to God, y'all. Um, when Christ was born. Yes. And so then this is part of the reason that we should honor it too as a big deal. Um, and God sent a heavenly host appeared. He has sent an angel to tell Mary and Joseph about it. And, and, and he did all these great things, but he, that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. He sent heavenly hosts. Yeah. And we just sang the song, you know, hear the angels voices, right? Yes. <laughs> and fall on your, fall knees, on your knees and hear mm-hmm. the angels voices. <laughs> Wow. Amen. Dispatched by God mm. to celebrate Lord, the, Lord. the birth of Christ. Mm. It was a big deal. And then we see that Isaiah 9, 6 says, for a child is born to us, a son is given, is prophesied to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called the called Wonderful Counselor. Yeah. Mighty God, everlasting Father, mm. Prince of Peace. Amen. That is Amen. The, the ruler of peace, the captain of peace, the mm-hmm. chief of peace, the commander of peace. Yes. The leader yes. of peace. Yes. Yes. And if you ever been through something, yeah. <laughs> you ever been through something and God brought you out, the, yeah. when, you, when you read those words, I mean, it just hits you, you yeah. know, counselor, you know. God's been there for you. Yes. Brought you out of situations, helped you out of stuff. Yes. Mighty God. Mighty God. Amen. 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 So uh, it's the ultimate peace because it exemplifies the highest level of peace from God. Mm -hmm. God sent his best. (laughs) He sent the greatest peace he had. Yes. Yes. His son. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. And the second reason that uh, Jesus brings, Jesus Christ bring ultimate peace is uh, his birth is because it set up the greatest opportunity Mm -hmm. to have peace with God. Yeah. It set up the greatest opportunity to have peace with God. Romans uh, 5, 1 says, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord has done for us. So the fact that he came and he was born, then that led to his living and all the peace he brought. We talked about the fullness and the wholeness and the all-encompassing peace. So Christ was bringing peace in all kinds of ways. He was healing people who had been sick their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And he would say to some of them, um, go in peace. Yeah. He would say to them, your faith have made you whole. And, mm-hmm. and, and they would, would, would be well. The woman who touched the hem of his garment yeah. was healed. Yeah. Right away. She had faith. That she had if, faith. If she said, if I can just touch his clothing. Okay. Yes. 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 He had great faith. So Jesus was demonstrating that, that all encompassing degree of peace to have peace of mind. We saw the, 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 the man that was cutting himself in the, in the graveyard mm. uh, with mental yeah. issues becoming 
coming to peace mm -hmm. in all kinds of ways. God, Jesus yes. brought yes. peace. Amen. He demonstrated it to us. Mm -hmm. And we need to know that the almighty God, if you have given your life to Christ, that almighty God is on your side. Amen. He's on your side. Amen. So now that we're in the Christmas season mm -hmm. and we should be desiring to experience this peace. That's this peace. So I got a question uh, on your outline. What can we do to experience the blessing of peace this Christmas? Mm -hmm. What can we do to experience the blessing of peace this Christmas? The first thing is be keenly aware that the seed of the woman and the seed of the devil are at war. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be keenly aware of that. Mm -hmm. Seed of the woman and the seed of the devil are at war. Mm -hmm. We mentioned this passage last week, um, but Genesis 3.15 says, and after man saying, the human being saying, Adam and Eve, it says, and I will put in my teeth between you and the woman, Speaking to the, he's speaking to the devil, to the yeah. serpent, yeah. and between your seed and her seed, mm -hmm. enmity, there's war between the two. Yeah. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Yeah. And this was the first prophecy of our Lord coming. And she was saying that he's going to bruise the head. He's going to create a fatal wound, a fatal blow to the devil. Yeah. The devil's going to... Um, uh, he is going to harm him too, but he's not, it's not going to be fatal because mm -hmm. the, it, the tomb is empty. The tomb is empty. That's right. That's right. And we see in the process after God gave this prophecy, um, that Cain, the first child of Adam and Eve killed Abel, the second child. Mm, yeah. We, we see yeah. that the, the war, it was, it, the war had started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Right. Um, right. The, the Eve's two, uh, the, her, her first two children mm -hmm. uh, were at war with each other and yeah. one killed the other one. Yeah. Then we see also the King Saul uh, trying to kill, trying to kill David from whom the, the, the lineage, lineage of Christ, Christ would come. Right. Right. And, tried to kill him multiple times. Mm -hmm. And then when Christ came, we see Herod, yeah. the king tried to kill all the, the male babies mm -hmm. who were two year old and younger because he had heard about Christ being born. So there's been effort yeah. to um, undermine this prophecy by the enemy. Mm -hmm. And so as you enter into this Christmas season, understand the war is still in place. That's right. That's right. Don't get tricked to think that you're not at war. You don't, don't, don't feel too good and that you forget that you're not on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be key for you to experience peace. peace. Yeah. Because if you, if you forget, then you're going to put yourself out there as if things are good or peaceful where in the places you go or the, things you do or the people you interact with and you're going to you're going to be you're going to be surprised yeah. at what some of what might happen so mm -hmm. go and go in peace but understand we are we on the battlefield y'all right, right we are 
at war. Amen. Look what it says here. And Jesus even said it in Matthew 10, verse 34 to 37. Mm -hmm. Just Jesus talking, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword, but a sword. Mm -hmm. I want to pause there for a moment because I want us to reflect back on what was said earlier when we read Luke 2, 13 to 14. And the angel, the angelic host was praising God. They said, glory to God in the highest mm -hmm. and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Yeah. <laughs> So y'all see that? Mm -hmm. So yes, there's peace on earth when Christ came. But it's to those with whom God is pleased. Right. It's not necessarily to everyone. Mm -hmm. And here we see Jesus saying, don't think that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came to bring, I did not come, but, but a sword. Yeah. And look what it goes on to say in verse 35 here in Matthew chapter 10. For I have come to turn a man against his father, mm. a daughter against her mother, mm. a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Mm. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Mm, yeah. And so understand, yeah, break that down. <clears throat> it's not God's desire that the family would be at odds like that. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, it's going to happen and it's happening right now. Yeah. Okay. And that's because all will not come to know Christ. Yeah. All will not come to know Christ. And when you're trying to live for Christ and if others are not, Mm -hmm. They're tools of the enemy mm -hmm. to get you off track. Yeah. And so sometimes, even within your own family, you can feel the war. Yeah. Yeah. You can sense the battle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can sense that there's not peace yeah. <laughs> between you and somebody in your family member, mm -hmm. on your family, on your job. Yeah. True. And it could even be in your house. True. And sometimes those people call themselves Christian. Yes. And you're trying to talk to them, you know, using God's word and explaining it. And they're not agreeing. Right. Because they, they call themselves Christians, but they're not really. Yes. You know. Yes. Following the word. Right. And that can happen. Yeah. So here's the point. Be keenly aware that there's a war. Mm -hmm. And we need to be, we need to understand that and then respond and act accordingly, which takes me to my next point on how we can experience a blessing of peace this Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, the second is foster peace by being mature. Mm -hmm. Foster peace by being mature. And that's peace between God and people and people and people. Mm 
Yeah. <laughs> you want to foster that peace. Look what it says here in 2 Timothy 2, 22 through 26. Run from anything that stimulates youth, youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Mm -hmm. So it's instructing us here that a trap, <laughs> a trap that can take us out of peace is youthful lust. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to you want to experience God's peace this season. Don't get swept away in lust mm -hmm. this season because it can jack up your peace. Mm -hmm. The peace of God, that is, mm -hmm. it can jack it up. The text goes on to say, enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Yeah. And verse 23 says, and again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only starts fights. Mm -hmm. These are things you can do as we're on the battlefield yeah. so that we can experience God's peace during this Christmas season. Verse 24 goes on to say, a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, mm -hmm. be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Yeah. Then 25 verse 25 says, gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Mm -hmm. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. For they have been captive by him to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And yeah. so there here's again, when someone doesn't ascribe or accept Christ or trying to live for Christ like mm -hmm. you are, then they can be used by the enemy as tools. And it's saying, don't get trapped into the foolish arguments and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then to give even more ways that we can act mature in this situation, Romans 12, 14 through 17 says, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Mm -hmm. So even though they may not believe what you believe, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy their, their company. Right. All right. And so, but do so understanding, you know, that everybody is not on the same page mm -hmm. as it pertains to these things. Mm -hmm. But you don't be too proud not to enjoy their company. Yeah. All right. Um, they are uh, a reflection of the image of God. God, you know, God created him, mankind in his image and likeness. So there's ways and that we can um, still relate with people, even though we disagree on who Christ is. Yeah. And then it goes on and says, and don't think, you know, it all. <laughs> so this is part of the mistake that we can make is that we can mess up our pieces because we're too proud and then we're acting like we know it all. Yeah. And then now we're getting into some useless arguments, mm -hmm. uh, foolish arguments that, right. And so these are things that we can help us um, experience God's peace this season. Yeah. And then verse 17 says, never pack 
Never pay back evil with more evil. Mm -hmm. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. And then verse 18, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Amen. So do as much as you can, as far as it depends on you, mm -hmm. so that there can be peace, even if there's disagreements. Amen. And so this is partly how we can experience God's peace. And then look what Matthew 5, 9 says to support the whole concept. God blesses those who work for peace for they will be called the children of God. Amen. So work for peace, everyone, mm -hmm. so that you can talk like, sound like a child of God, not like you're not a child of God. Yeah, amen. And you can help you experience the peace of God this, this Christmas season. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I want to give you is an acrostic I came up with for peace. Mm-hmm. And it simply says, uh, uh, purpose, the P is for purpose, the E is for every day, to acknowledge, the A is for acknowledge, the C is for Christ, in every way is the E. So purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way. Man, purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way. It's good. Yes. And that's one of the ways that you can experience peace this Christmas season. Look what Luke 9, 23 says. Then he said to the crowd, this is Jesus speaking. If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Mm -hmm. Take up your cross daily and follow me. Mm, so amen. purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way, mm. every day, follow him and give up your own way. Yeah. The fourth way that uh, we can experience um, the birth of Jesus Christ, um, the peace and, and the blessing of peace this Christmas is that we can seek more than what the world has to offer. Mm -hmm. seek more than what the world has to offer desire more than the material things look what it says here in john 14 27 and this is jesus speaking mm -hmm. he says peace i leave with you my peace i give you i do not give you give give to you as the world gives. Yeah. So he says, I'm not giving you peace like the world giving. I'm giving you my peace and I'm leaving it with you. Oh, that, that should really make us feel blessed mm -hmm. that I'm not looking for uh, what the peace the world has to offer, yeah. but Jesus has given me his own special mm -hmm. peace. Yeah. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. So y'all don't get upset when you don't get the gift you want. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. My wife was talking earlier about, mm -hmm. you know, if I, we, when we need something, if it's June, we go get it. We go get it. We don't right? wait for Christmas. And if you practice that, then when yeah. Christmas come, you know, if you don't get what you wanted, you already got it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then moreover, we got Christ. Amen. That's the biggest thing. The so ultimate gift. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I, I'd rather have Jesus 
what Jesus want me to have. Yeah. And he wants me to have his peace and a gift that I wanted. So don't get upset if you don't get what you want. Mm -hmm. The fifth thing that can um, help us experience uh, uh, peace this season is start trusting God now. Yeah. Start trusting God right now. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep in perfect peace all Mm -hmm. who trust in you. All who trust in you, mm-hmm. <laughs> all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Yeah. Amen. Hear that, y'all? That God will keep you in perfect peace, complete mm-hmm. peace, mm-hmm. if you put your trust in him. Amen. Don't wait to trust him. Trace him right now. Trust him when it doesn't look like there's no way out of whatever situation yeah. you're in. Trust him now. Amen. And Amen. God is promising to keep us in peace mm. if we fix our thoughts on him. Yes. So yes. start it right now, y'all. Don't wait. Yeah. Don't put it off. Mm-hmm. Don't put it off to the morning. Started right now. And then the last thing I want to give us to help us uh, experience the peace, the blessing of the peace this Christmas is stop worrying Hmm. now. Somebody needed to hear that. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like somebody was waiting to hear that. Yes. They need to hear that because they worrying about something they they shouldn't even be worrying about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying now. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, don't worry about anything. Mm -hmm. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Yes. Then, I say then, Mm -hmm. you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Mm -hmm. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. Stop worrying. Mm -hmm. Pray about it. Yeah. And God says, and thank God for what he's done. Be appreciative for what God has done. It says God will give you a priest that will just blow your mind. You can't even, you wouldn't be able to even understand it. And he'll protect your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. So those are some things that we can do to experience the peace, the blessing of the peace this Christmas season. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, Pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life 
come into my heart. Take control. Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.